Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, the store is rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern broadcasting from Chicago. We're in Chicago to broadcast the International Golf Championship. But here in Chicago tonight, we're ready to bring you 357th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Featuring strange and fantastic stories. Some that are legends, others mere hearsay. But also interesting, we'd like to pass them along to you. Our guest tonight in person is one of America's most famous orchestra leaders, Sammy Kay. But before we bring you Sammy Kay, let's begin with real one, Portrait of Fate. Once again, big-time international polo matches are being played. And because polo has come back on Saturday, August the 24th, two weeks ago, the New York Times carried a polo story that's one of the strangest I've ever heard. For the New York Times story was the legend of Tommy Hitchcock. Tommy Hitchcock was born of rich parents. He was a millionaire's son. And yet at the age of 17, during the last World War, Tommy Hitchcock ran away, ran away and enlisted in the French Air Corps. He shot down two German planes before he himself was shot down and captured by the Germans. It mattered not to the Germans that Tommy Hitchcock came from one of America's wealthiest families. All they knew was that he was a prisoner of war. That is, he was a prisoner of war until one day he managed to escape. And for five days and five nights... 17-year-old Tommy Hitchcock roamed around the German countryside. He knew that if he'd be caught, he'd be shot. On the night of the fifth day, he managed to reach the Swiss border. Ahead of him lay safety, if, if he could get over that border. But but there was a German soldier standing guard. Young Tommy Hitchcock waited until that German sentry's back was turned, and then, then the American lad started forward, hoping, praying that the German sentry would not look around. But the German sentry did look around, and he shouted, Halt and see! Tommy Hitchcock stopped, frozen in his tracks. The German sentry looked at the American boy. Their eyes met, and then a strange thing happened. The German soldier lowered his gun and reputedly said, You're an American, eh? Well, I'm going to let you escape. Oh, don't look so surprised. I once lived in America, but I made the mistake of coming back to Germany. I'm sick of this war. Someday I shall get back to America. Then I'm no longer in this German army. But but there's no way I can thank you for this now. But after the war is over, if you do get to America, look me up. My name's Hitchcock. Tommy Hitchcock. And my name is Hans Schiller. I will look you up. And good luck. Tommy Hitchcock crossed that border into Switzerland. He was safe. Safe to come back to America. Safe to become the greatest polo player in the United States. Which he remained for 25 years. Until in 1939, the Second World War broke out. And once again, Tommy Hitchcock sailed for England. This time, he joined the Royal Air Force. In England, just before the end of the war, according to the story, Tommy Hitchcock one day was reviewing some refugees, refugees who'd escaped from Germany. One face in that crowd of refugees made Tommy stop. He knew somewhere he'd seen that face before. Tommy Hitchcock called the man over to him. I don't know your name, but I've seen your face somewhere before. Who are you? I... I am a refugee who escaped from Germany. My name is Schiller. Hans Schiller. Schiller? Hans Schiller? I once knew a Hans Schiller. How old are you? Twenty-two, sir. Maybe you knew my father. His name was Hans Schiller, too. He is the reason I escaped from Germany. What do you mean? 
Well, you see, sir, my father never believed in war. And once in the First World War, he let an American escape into Switzerland. The Germans killed him for that. They shot him. I've hated Germany ever since. So I waited my chance and escaped. I understand, son. I was that American your father let escape. Funny that we should meet. Tommy Hitchcock kept track of young Hans Schiller, kept track of him after that, until one day, Tommy was shocked to hear that young Hans Schiller had died. Immediately when Tommy heard the bad news, he borrowed a plane to fly to the place where Hans Schiller had died. But Tommy Hitchcock never got there. For it was on this very flight that his plane crashed. And Tommy Hitchcock joined his friend in death. Strange, isn't it? That Tommy Hitchcock and Hans Schiller should both die on the same day. And yet it's even stranger that Hans Schiller should be the reason for Tommy Hitchcock's dying. For Hans Schiller's father was the reason for Tommy Hitchcock's living. Portrait of Fate. Real two. Here in the city of Chicago, from where we're broadcasting tonight, we heard a tennis story that we're going to tell you in just a moment. But speaking of tennis, the most spectacular player of all time is Bill, Big Bill Tilden. And the shave cream that Bill Tilden likes best is Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Because here's what the great tennis champ recently wrote me about it. I stay with Colgate Brushless because I've learned that it stays moist and active clear through a shave, doesn't dry out, and doesn't leave my tender skin the least bit sore. You can depend on me to recommend Colgate Brushless Shave Cream to the tennis gang. Signed, Bill Tilden. It's interesting to note how so many great champions of the sport world prefer a light, fluffy shave cream. And they choose Colgate Brushless Shave Cream because it's light and it's right. And Speedy's its middle name. Just wash your face, smooth Colgate Brushless on, shave it off, and that's all there is to it. Being light and fluffy, Colgate Brushless spreads easier. It tames tough whiskers, keeps them upright so your razor cuts through and doesn't slide over them. Result? A wonderful shave. Cooling, clean, smooth, and comfortable. Gosh, you couldn't ask for more, could you? Oh, yeah, and because it's light and fluffy, not greasy or gummy, Colgate Brushless Shave Cream rinses off your face and your razor in a flash. But don't just take my word for it. Try it yourself. You really can't lose. Because if Colgate Brushless doesn't please you 100%, just send the top of the carton back to me. Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. And I'll see that you get double your money back. Ask for the convenient five-ounce jar of Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, tonight. It's light and it's right. Real three. Profile of tennis. This week, they're playing the United States National Tennis Championships. And here in Chicago, as I told you a moment ago, I just heard a strange tennis story. The story of a tennis player. A tennis player who, for an amazing reason, never played in the national championships. Not so long ago, there was a youngster out of Rhode Island who was a great tennis player. So great that he won tournament after tournament. He was invited to play in the national championships, but he didn't do it. Instead, he became a movie star, for his name was Van Johnson. But speaking of fine tennis players, about 12 years ago, a young girl gave promise of becoming a great player when suddenly, suddenly she was taken deathly sick. Doctors told her she'd never play tennis again. And for months, she lay in a hospital bed with no hope of recovery. One day... There was a knock on her hospital room door, and a strange lady walked in. The sick young girl looked up as the stranger began to speak. You don't know me, but I know who you are. I followed your tennis career. You were on your way to being a champion. But now doctors tell you you'll never play tennis again. Don't believe them. Once I, too, was in a hospital, and doctors told me my career was finished. But I proved those doctors were wrong. And you can do the same thing if you will. It's all up to you. 
The sick girl took the stranger's advice. And in one year, that sick girl who'd been told she'd never play tennis again was the tennis champion of the United States. For her name was Alice Marble. That's the story of Alice Marble, one of America's greatest tennis champions who'd never have been a champion but for the kindly lady who once visited her in the hospital and gave her some advice. Maybe you'd like to know who that lady was, that lady who visited Alice Marble in that hospital and made her a champion. That lady was the famous movie star Carol Lombard. But I could tell you an even stranger story of a tennis player. The story of a boy who was too poor to play tennis, but he loved the game. And he vowed that money or no money, someday he'd be a great tennis player. He made that vow come true. For at the age of 13, reputedly, he won the junior tennis championship of the state of California. Today, nobody remembers him as a great tennis player. He's far better known now as a great actor. His name is Mickey Rooney. But perhaps the strangest story of all is the legend of how tennis began. For it's the story of a young girl who lived many years ago. She lived in Europe. As she grew up, she visited the priests and monks in a nearby monastery. In this monastery, this young girl noticed that these religious people in their leisure time occupied themselves with a strange new game. A game she'd never seen before. A game she found out was called tennis. A game no one in her country had ever seen outside of that monastery. However, because she liked this new game of tennis, she decided to take it outside the monastery and to teach it to others. And she did. For according to the story, she traveled from one province to another, trying to make the game of tennis popular. And she might have succeeded if suddenly, suddenly she was thrown in jail. Thrown in jail for teaching people to play tennis. And they only let her out of jail when she agreed never to play tennis again or to try and teach it to others. And to be sure that she kept her word, the king passed a special law making tennis illegal. And tennis remained illegal for 240 years. And that's the legend of a young girl who reputedly introduced the sport of tennis. And yet it's not because this girl did introduce the sport of tennis that her memory lives on. No, she can never be forgotten because later, later she was to become far more famous. Far more famous as the savior of her country. For it was she who was to lead her people in the march that was to free France. For her name was Joan of Arc. Real four. Just one moment, we'll bring our guest of the evening, the famous orchestra leader, Sammy Kay. Before we bring you Sammy Kay in person, since we're broadcasting from Chicago tonight, here in Chicago is the best in the West, Don Elder. It's light and it's right. I'm talking, of course, about the shave cream of champions, Colgate Brushless. It's not greasy, not heavy, not gooey or gummy. It's light and fluffy. And Colgate Brushless lets your razor whisk off your whiskers in a one, two, three. One, wash your face. Two, spread it on. Three, shave it off. Easy, I'll say. Speedy, you bet. And remember, men, Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is made specially for fellows with tough beards and tender skin. So for easy, speedy, pleasant shaving, shave the way the champions do. Use Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. It's light and it's right. And now to Bill Stern and Sammy Kay. Real five, Colgate's camera close-up of Sammy Kay. Tonight we're broadcasting from Chicago, yet our guest is in New York City with his orchestra. In fact, our guest is one of the most famous orchestra leaders in the world, the creator of Swing and Sway, Sammy Kay. So without any further ado, this is Bill Stern switching you from where I'm standing in Chicago. The next voice you hear will be the famous star, Sammy Kay, speaking from New York City. Thank you, Bill, and good evening, folks. I was lucky enough uh, during my college days to quarterback a championship football team at Ohio University. 
to be a member of a relay team that broke a state record and to be the state champion in the low hurdles. Yet I consider myself by no means an expert on sports. But tonight I would like to tell a short sports story with a typical Bill Stern surprise ending. When I was a kid growing up in Cleveland, Ohio, I used to think I was a fairly good fighter until one day I put on the gloves with another youngster who was trying to be a professional prize fighter. This other kid was a great fighter, and I thought, sure, he'd go far in the ring. But he didn't. Instead, he gave up boxing and became America's best comedian. For the boy I boxed with years ago was Bob Hope. This is Sammy Kay, New York City, returning you to Bill Stern in Chicago. Thanks so much. Good luck and good night, Sammy Kay. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the 3-0 mark for tonight. We've been broadcasting from Chicago tonight. Next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same stations, with another edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Our guest next Friday evening will be the famous movie star, Miss Ann Rutherford. So be sure and be with us next Friday night, same time, same stations, when we greet you with our very special guest, the lovely movie star, Ann Rutherford. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern for Colgate Shave Cream, wishing you all a good, good night from Chicago. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command has lots to say. He told you tales of sports, he rose the inside, oh, he really knows, so listen, and it's Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Ladies, here are some hard facts about soap. You're not getting nearly as much soap as you need because the soap makers aren't getting nearly as much fat as they need. It's due to the world shortage of fats and oils. Hence, if you want to see products like soap, nylons, and other badly needed articles become more plentiful, save every ounce of used kitchen fat. Your grocer pays you four cents a pound. So don't waste, waste fat. Sammy Kay appeared on this program courtesy of RCA Victor Records. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York City and Chicago. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.